And welcome, everybody, to a special episode of the Animaniacast. Ah, finished. At last, I knew we could do it. Let's see what you wrote. Behold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, and that they are endowed by their creator with certain inalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Not bad, Jefferson. So what are you going to call this? The Declaration of Independence. everybody once again to the Animaniacast. This is the podcast that is dedicated to the animated television series Animaniacs as well as other shows in the Rugerverse such as Tiny Toon Adventures, Pinky and the Brain and Freakazoid. But today I am all alone for the introduction of today's episode. Uh, Yes Nathan and Kelly both have the 4th of July off today so we decided to release a patriotic episode of the Animaniacast, or maybe we should call it a Patreonic episode of the Animaniacast. That's right, we are releasing the commentary for episode 21 of Animaniacs, which features the segments The Flame, Wacko's America, Davy Omelette, and Four Score and Seven Migraines Ago. And this is from our Patreon. Uh, That's right, we have over 25 episode commentary tracks for Animaniacs over on our Patreon, and each one of those commentaries features the creator of the show, Tom Ruger, and a few of them even have special appearances by folks like Paul Rugg as well. So if you enjoy our podcast and you'd like to support our show, well, please consider becoming a patron over at patreon.com slash Animaniacast. You'll get access to hours of commentary tracks, as well as bonus audio and video, and you can even sign up to get exclusive Animaniacs vinyl decals, and even vintage Animaniacs trading cards signed by Tom Ruger. And we have lots of other incentives planned as well. Uh, It's really the listeners over at Patreon that help keep us... uh, on track and make us a better podcast and we truly appreciate each one of our patrons uh, who are able to give us support so before i go uh, just make sure you subscribe to the animaniacast on your favorite podcast player you can subscribe to the retro zap podcast feed to get this podcast and all other retro zap podcast delivered to your device for free and come on over to our retro zap discord group the welcome link is discord com, and of course make sure to follow the Animaniacast on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram so without any further ado please enjoy this commentary and to enjoy lots more of them please head on over to patreon.com slash Animaniacast today thanks hey this is Tom Ruger and you're listening to the Animaniacast 
Welcome, patrons, back to Animaniacs Creators Commentary with Tom Ruger. And hello, hello. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> Today we are back and we're talking about episode 21 of Animaniacs. And this is, I guess I guess you could say this is our first like uh, themed patriotic episode. Yes, uh, this is we, very... Uh, America centric. Uh, we have Abe Lincoln. We have Thomas Jefferson. We got Davy Crockett. Uh, we have all the states and their capitals. It's packed with the United States material. Yes, indeed. We have The Flame, which was uh, directed by Barry Caldwell. It's a story by Tom Ruger. Teleplay was by Nicholas Hollander and Tom Ruger. Four score and seven migraines ago which was directed by Alfred Gimeno. Story, once again, by Tom Ruger and Paul Rugg. And uh, this teleplay was Gordon Bresick, Charles M. Howell, and Paul Rugg. Wacko's America, Rusty Mills, and Ron Fleischer directed it. And Randy Rogel and Tom Ruger. Ruger? Ruger? (laughs) Tom Ruger. Who is this guy? Uh, uh, Wrote it. And finally, Chicken Boo is back. This is a packed episode. Davey Omelette. Rusty Mills directed this one, and Deanna Oliver wrote it, of course, because it's Chicken Boo. <laughs> and so uh, there's a lot of great stuff in here. I think I think we should get right into it. Um, and yeah, uh, Nathan, tell us, how do we make sure that everybody is on the same page as us? All right. Okay. So first you have to start your video. That's oh, yes. number one. Wherever it is. Okay. But then get ready because you're going to have to pause the video as soon as Bugs Bunny disappears. As soon as it goes to black, you pause it, and then Joey's going to tell you to unpause it. In oh. a second? Or Five two. seconds? Maybe. We'll I find know. out. <laughs> okay. Everyone's past Bugs Bunny, and now we're paused, and now we're going to unpause it in one, two, three, and go. So, the first one coming up right here is The Flame, which features one of your sons, Tom. Yes. Uh, Luke, Luke Ruger, at the age of six. Uh, and uh, I brought him in. My favorite line in this whole half hour is Luke saying, imagine my embarrassment. <laughs> and uh it's it's when he realizes oh i'm the flame the flame realizes that he is a flame um <laughs> this uh this episode very charming very beautiful and uh the whole the whole half hour is great and i really think it, the first one the flame shows off the the genius of barry caldwell uh not only just his drawings really show up in this episode but just the way he imaginatively directed it with the little, like the dance of the shadows. It's, it really is a gorgeous episode. Yeah. I love these themed episodes too. Just when there's, oh, a... this is very strongly themed. Yes. Yeah. And the score of this is just incredible. It's... And this is uh TMS, I think doing the, the it is. animation on this. Yeah. Which is a lot of, they're very good at detail and, when it comes to certain parts in this with the with the flame and fire it, i could only assume that it has to be kind of difficult to animate fire mm. well barry did all these po- poses of, mm. of uh, on in the storyboard he really drew out almost every move this character made 
and you know, being a flame, it is forgiving. You can go off model with a flame. If you know yes, that's I mean. true. You can bend yeah. and you could stretch a little bit differently and bend. But he really brought this baby to life. And TMS did an awesome job. Well, great use of light and sh I mean, shadows, especially right here is just mm -hmm. really cool. Yeah, this is uh, production wise. This this one's packed. I mean, the animation's great. The layout's great. The storyboard is brilliant. Uh, just fabulous. And the score, I keep going back to that. I mean, I think uh, Carl Johnson and Richard Stone and Steve Bernstein are all involved in this beautiful score. <laughs> so did you have to, I'm assuming you just had, you just fed a line by line to your son, right? As he's going through. I actually, I was in the booth with him facing him and he was, He's six, or uh, yeah, he was six at the time. And so, but he he really, of, of the three, my three sons, and I, I love them all, and they're all brilliant. Luke, at a very early age, was sort of a, a natural. He, he was just like uncanny how he, he didn't need much help. He had the script right in front of him, and, and it, at age six, he's reading this thing. Wow. So I was literally there just to keep him sort of focused, uh, you know, making sure he was on mic. And Andrea was in the booth, Andrea Romano, our voice director, and, and she was like, you know, saying, okay, let's uh, line seven, take three. You know, she was doing that stuff. And, you know, if we weren't getting the right sound, she would tell us, but, uh, but, she andrea cracked up when he said imagine my embarrassment and, so, <laughs> and, and everyone that heard it so thought oh we have to keep that exactly the way he did it <laughs> and you really can hear the sweetness in his voice yeah. like, you know, yeah. you're getting that youthful quality well there's like a it, it's yeah, I mean it's 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 just excellent acting really on the part of him that he can know the inflection of different words and the meaning and it's really fantastic. Damn. Yeah, <laughs> I'm guessing you had to get him to laugh or yeah, like I laughing would, is something you can't like fake. Yeah, the really. laughing I, I would basically I wouldn't tickle him, but I would threaten to tickle him, and that would make him laugh. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is Barry's invention, which I just thought, God, if it weren't so brilliant, I'd cut it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's so good. Like, I well, mean, it's, yeah. I, it had nothing to do with the story, but it was like, oh, my gosh, it does have. I mean, it really does have something to do with this beautiful character doing magical things. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I loved how he created this little multiple flame scenario coming up. Yes. And you're really feeling down. the tension here. You're thinking, oh, is it the little flame could die if he's I'm not attached? So it's the suspense here, tension. <laughs> oh no. There we go. This is very like a Fantasia, yeah. Yes, very yes. Fantasia. 
you gotta love the 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 composers putting this together oh my gosh but this is i mean looking at the lineup this is our first uh animaniac segment that really breaks away from all of them that this is it's it's totally different this is not a this is a more this is a little a little bit more serious in some ways yeah uh it's not wacky crazy mm-hmm. uh, no. it's just it's just a beautiful thing which which is what the series would do which is amazing yeah i mean this is an episode i wanted to make and and uh no one objected you know i just thought it would be a fun little story See the Declaration of Independence written from the point of view of the candle that lit the night Jefferson was writing it. I recently visited Philadelphia a couple of years ago and immediately thought about this episode going outside uh, Independence Hall there. He's six and he's getting through this beautiful. Yeah, how does he? Yeah, I I can read this. Like, (laughs) I know I'm a teacher of middle school students. If I if I asked them to to read any of this, it would boy. And it just took. If you were to estimate how many hours, it took to get through a recording with just like an hour or two hours, like how how long would you? This session. Yeah, Yeah. session. Oh, I'd say it was uh, definitely no more than two hours. Wow. Yeah. Natural. And he's still doing, still, still, you know, does like voice work for you and and stuff like that going throughout the years and stuff. He he does. He's very good and and he's got lots of voices, lots of talent. He's a little shy about his talent, but uh, I I still force him to do it. (laughs) I still (laughs) insist that he do it. Again, TMS is beautiful animation. And then it has a hat. It looks like you could be sad there. I was like, oh, that's sad. He's gone. But then he's not. Yeah. <laughs> Yay. So adorable. cute. And adorable. Awesome. Yes. Adorable. Yeah, that's a beautiful. Here we go. Yeah, this is a great episode to show to like middle schoolers. Or- oh, yeah. It's just I, like the perfect episode. Just like any teacher could show this at, to their students and and be able to write it off as as teaching. Well, I, I gotta say that I have used this song in my head to come up with the capital of specific states. Mm-hmm. I I have I do that as well. I just yeah, went I to an it. online trivia event and they. Yeah. And they were like, what's the, how many Baton states Rouge, have this letter? Louisiana is so easy now. Yes. Baton Rouge. <laughs> Baton Rouge, <laughs> I love yeah. Valerie Burton. Fantastic. I love the faces on this. Again, this is uh, uh star tunes doing yes. all the animation here. <laughs> all hundred 
that's for 500. You got to go for it. Say, yeah, I guess that's Miss Flamiel, though, actually doing an engaging lesson, though. This is yeah. very different than her first appearance. Yeah, she did not have this sort of fun sense back then. <laughs> and who knew? Wacko can uh, play a fiddle. <laughs> We got to see Jess perform this live in San Diego. Mm. It was very. Did they show the picture behind them? I don't know for yeah, maybe. Yeah. I, I honestly. They might have played the video. This video. It's it's kind of hard when when Jess is out performing live. He, he yeah. His jacket's you kind of watching him. Yeah. <laughs> his he's usually taking up most of your attention. <laughs> yeah, he got the hair thing going. Yeah. yeah. Well, I remember first seeing him when I was like in high school and going, that's wacko, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> Does not fit the voice as what you think it is. So, Joey, even back then, did Jess have the same style or has it changed since then? It's 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 not as flashy with uh, rhinestones, but it's still the same hair. It, it was, okay. yeah. <laughs> and he was, and he's lost weight. He's thinner than he, he was. But... Arizona. Yeah. Okay. It's <laughs> just like. <laughs> well, no, I we play. <laughs> it's such a nerdy thing. I, I got the soundtrack of Animaniacs, and I played this song at a at a high school get together with a uh, and when when it got to Phoenix, Arizona, my fellow Arizonan students went, "Yay!" <laughs> <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> yeah. I didn't think they were going to say it, and then they said it. <laughs> they did it. By the way, that's a tough one. Frankfort, Kentucky. Mm. I would not have been able to come up with that. Charleston's tough, too. That's all the capitals. Point with your tail at the end. It's very cute. She's a monster. <laughs> what an evil teacher. Wah, wah. At least give him partial credit. Yeah. This is another one of my favorite chicken boos. I don't know. I like almost every chicken boo, but this one has one of my favorites. <laughs> so Davy Crockett uh, parody. Yes. And, uh, George Russell was Davy Crockett's partner in the Disney uh, Davy Crockett King of the Wild Frontier. So here we have, and it was played by Buddy Epson. So this is a Buddy Epson parody. Uh, uh, Frank Welker doing the voice. And there's the first appearance of World's Oldest Woman. Yes. They're going to hysteria. So, yeah. Same which, voice. Yeah. When it came to, we'll talk about hysteria for a moment. Was that a conscious decision or was that a, a mandate that you had to use different designs or for hysteria as much as possible or no 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 we hysteria was just this character i always loved this character it's not really the exact same character we made the world's oldest woman actually a little prettier than this woman. yes and, uh, and i just love that voice that tress always did so we just built a a franchise around her yeah, it's a very recognizable Tress voice. Yeah, <laughs> Just like, yeah. oh, there we go. There's Jess, and there's Tress, and mm. there's Rob. It's a chicken. <laughs> 
And then the bear thing is exact is completely taken from the Davy Crockett King of the Wild Frontier because Bess Parker playing uh, Davy Crockett would smile at the bear and it would he would gr- out grin the bear and chase it away. Wow. Mm. I think like most people, the most I know about Davy Crockett is just what I see in Disneyland <laughs> walking around. Unfortunately, Chicken Boo gets caught up in the celebration. Look at his giant shoes. It's his downfall. Um, this is Acom, I believe, doing this animation. <laughs> oh, Chicken Boo. Well. Oh, what? David Crap, what? <laughs> Hey. <laughs> and now he's sway back. That's a great line. That's Deanna Oliver at work. I'll be a sway back marsupial. <laughs> Smile does not work this time. <laughs> no. <laughs> Poor chicken boo. <laughs> And this is a TMS did this little rap. This is like in a sort of a, a tower escape cartoon, but through the nose. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Now, I think you had mentioned Tom that this whole episode was originally going to be submitted for an Emmy, but then it got mixed up and then wasn't. Is that right? This, this episode was not supposed to be sent in uh, as our Emmy episode. Okay. Uh, we, had a, we had a different episode in mind, but uh, the, the person sent in the um, this episode. And so we were sitting there at the Emmys, really hoping and thinking we might win. And they showed clips from the different, uh, in the category, they showed clips from the different uh, nominated shows. And the clip they showed was from the flame. And we we thought, we, we looked at each other and said, wait a minute, that's Uh-oh. not the, the episode we sent in, is it? And oh no. And then we didn't we didn't win. And we thought, mm, did we screw up here? And it turns out we completely sent the wrong episode, which is probably not what you should do if you're trying to win these things. Um, <laughs> Please tell me Carmen San Diego didn't win or something. I like don't that. remember what okay. one. I think maybe Rugrats, uh, uh, something like that. But okay. we what we did win the next year because I think we like literally uh, hand messengered the episode. <laughs> to the- <laughs> I yeah. mean, there are worse episodes to have sent in for sure, but yeah, that's oh, yeah. That's... I mean, like, because like to you yeah. i would think you still had a chance to win even with the you know this oh, totally. so it's like it's just that we we said we we thought we wanted to send in a very very funny episode and uh so you know th- this one isn't quite as funny as others but yeah it all worked out everything's cool uh by the way every once in a while <laughs> abe lincoln looks a little like gregory peck <laughs> and but the voice is uh not uh, a gregory peck impression Who's doing the voice right here? This is um I don't know. But he sounds I, almost like the 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 
Lincoln from the Dis- from Disneyland or something. Oh, that's good. That's good. <laughs> Peter Renaday. Wow. Okay. Plays Lincoln. So it's such an educational episode. <laughs> I like how in the beginning he was doing quotes from uh, Kennedy's speeches uh, <laughs> and Winston Churchill. And so now he's going to, the Warners are going to give him suggestions for an opening that are basically the openings to TV shows. <laughs> Gettysburgers. That should be, that should be a restaurant. Gettysburgers. Gettysburgers. Nice. Yeah. Yep. Here we go. Make me pranky. <laughs> I mean, it, and it's it's important, to, I think, for people to note that this is like usually Animaniacs at the time was run right next to a, a rerun of Tiny Toons. So mm-hmm. Tiny Toons was almost like, you know, it was always partnered up next to this. We'd see like Tiny Toons and then right afterwards, Animaniacs. So seeing those connections and between here comes, the two was here really comes, cool. I think, a, a joke about Lincoln's savings, which is, uh, I think it's, <laughs> which is a, which is a political fireball back in the 90s with the Clinton administration. But I do know adults that heard that joke said, what? They couldn't believe it was mentioned in a, a kid cartoon show. And it, it, it hooked them on Animaniacs. Just oh, that wow. silly joke. <laughs> just like a wacko. Oh, Ju- oh, Jimmy Stewart. It is Jimmy Stewart he's doing. Yeah, that's really great. Mr. Smith kind of. <laughs> I don't think that part's in the actual speech then, right? That they probably... <laughs> cut a little out. And and I like how we we just played this out and it has kind of a sweet uh patriotic ending. <laughs> but yeah, learning that four score is eighty is pretty cool. It's uh <laughs> Oh, that's beautiful. It gives me tingles. It was, it was not go. a very well-received speech, though, when he gave it. Like, Is that right? Because it was so short. Like, Yeah. They, they weren't uh, able to get a photo of it. Yeah, really. they took a photo of it's him like, walking, and then the photo was him just leaving because like, it was done before. So they, uh, You're supposed to talk for two hours back then. Not that Yeah, hour. exactly. So like this less yeah, than I'm, a minute speech, basically. And it was just it's like, November. I'm in Gettysburg, Pennsylvania. It's cold. I'm out of here. <laughs> you should have kept the line about ding dongs and ho hos. <laughs> Get your laughs, yeah. Tell your audience. All right, thanks, patrons. Thanks. We'll be back next week with another episode. 
This podcast is not endorsed by Warner Brothers or Amblin Entertainment and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Animaniacs, Tiny Toon Adventures, Freakazoid, the Warner Brothers logo, all names, pictures, and sounds are registered trademarks and or copyrights of their respective trademark and copyright holders. All original content of this podcast is the intellectual property of the Animaniacast unless otherwise indicated.